Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. Come on. That's it. So, learning to abase and learning to abound, two things we have to learn. Abraham promise was given to him. Man- manifestation never came. And I believe those years, Abraham learned how to wait in faith. Faith and patience. Right? Um, if we don't learn faith, faith will not work for us. Faith is not a, a mantra or a magic chant or using the Jesus, Jesus name or whatever. No, it's not that. Faith is something that you must learn. And there are levels, you know, we've been talking, there are levels to faith. And the reason why sometime back I was talking to you about my experiences of leaving my family, going to Philippines, learning how to abase, was because that was my wilderness, my waiting period to learn how to have nothing. Okay, so I can boldly say I have been in a place in my life where I had absolutely nothing. And I've, and I've gradually seen the growth that God has brought in my life, my family and everything. So when I got married, I had absolutely nothing in my name. Zero. Okay, Pastor Twinkle asked me, how are we going to go forward? I said, are you ready to stand with me by faith? She said, yes, absolutely. I'll go wherever you want me to go. We'll go as long as God says, God says yes, as long as God is with us and he says, yes, I will go with you anywhere. I said, that's all I want to hear. Let's go. Okay, so we learned, both of us learned now how to have faith. When we started, I didn't have a salary. I didn't have income, nothing, zero. I had to learn how to live by faith. And I told you there is nothing noble about being poor. Poverty is not of God. Okay, being poor is not, does not mean that you are more humble. Being rich does not mean that you are prideful. Wanting to be rich is not vanity or uh, or pridefulness. You understand? You have to know something though. Wealth must have purpose. You understand? So when I talk about prosperity with you guys, I'm not minusing purpose out of it. Every time I say prosperity, godly prosperity, I'm talking about godly prosperity. So number one, there are two extremes people go. One extreme is I don't want anything from God. I don't want any money, nothing. I'll just, I'm happy being content. Okay. I'm happy being here. Okay. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want money. I don't want fame. I don't want to be famous. I don't want people to know me. That's one extreme. Okay. The other extreme is I want everybody to know me. It's all about me, me, me. It's all about all the money that I can earn, I can spend and all the luxurious things that I can do. Okay. And the sad part is in the Christian world, many preachers have done that. Okay. So one extreme we say poor preachers and we say, oh, what a great guy. And on the other extreme, we have good preachers who get extremely rich and then you know, live in a way that shows too much of luxury or whatever. And then people start talking. 
right? There is nothing wrong with the preacher getting rich. There is nothing wrong with Christians getting rich. But again, wealth with purpose. When you say you don't want anything, you just want to live a normal life, you are actually living short of what God has created you to be. When you say, I, I just want a normal life, I don't want to do anything, I just want to be like this, normal. You will, in eternity, you will realize that you wasted a lot of potential. You see, you go to your grave empty, you don't go to your grave. What? Full. I told sometime back, remember? Go to your grave empty, don't go to your grave full. Die empty. Right? If at all, you know, we have the faith and we push to 120, at 120, I must be able to say, God, I have run the race. I've finished everything. I've given my all. There is nothing left for me to give. There is nothing left for me to achieve. I've achieved everything that you have called me to achieve. I'm ready. Right? Let's say we hit immortality. Come on, God. <laughs> Let's do this for life. Let's do this forever. Right? You understand? So, we, when we say prosperity, prosperity comes with purpose. When we say poverty, poverty doesn't come with any purpose. It doesn't glorify God. It doesn't do anything. Right? Simple as this. When you have wealth and prosperity, you have access. It sounds very... When you have wealth and prosperity, you have the way people will talk to you when you have wealth is different from when they know that you don't have wealth. As simple as that. But, Pastor, I don't need all that. I just, no. <laughs> what has God called you for? To influence and to stand in, in community and in your society as someone or just no one? As someone. Someone who has access. Someone who can speak to kings. Who do kings talk to? Other kings. They talk to other kings. And they talk to ambassadors. Representatives. These guys are in positions. These guys words mean something. It means they have explored the world. They have invested into the world. They have their experience. Kings don't talk to a 9 to 5 guy. Kings talk to ambassadors. Kings talk to spokespersons, people who have the, the authority, the way they talk, the way they perceive, the entrepreneurs, the, the people with the ideas. No, no king, no leader wants to have an ambassador or, or, or an advisor who has no investment ideas. You get it? Prosperity in the kingdom aspect is very important. Without prosperity, kingdom will not advance. You can pray all you want. You can preach all you want. Let's say the church has all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They, everything they have. They don't have money. They can't advance. Simple as that. They will impact a certain level in their area. But without money, Paul would not have been able to plant the churches, travel to the places that he could go, do the things that he could do. It took money. Paul, in fact, says what? I robbed from 
churches uh, people don't talk about he robbed from churches meaning he 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 says i, I, I in some places he said i could have taken from him but i didn't take but in some places he say let the word the preacher he who preaches the word live by the word don't muzzle the ox that treads the the grain don't muzzle right so what happens there he is in the old testament they gave to the levitical priesthood in the new testament we bring it to the storehouse which is the storehouse the church right so there may be food in the house in the old testament all the levites will eat the food because they will come and bring the food okay so you can't bring all your food <laughs> yeah you can't bring all the grain they gave the grain and everything here it's like you're bringing into the storehouse so what happens there is enough abundance to do build the church grow the church and of course take care of the pastors needs all those things right then we are when you're giving i'll give you one tip for giving yeah you all of you do that but i will teach this long time ago there was one person who came they were leaving the church and they said i'm leaving the church please give me back all the tithes and offer <laughs> that was the most absurd thing i've ever heard in my life so who thinks like this you know who thinks like this anyway <laughs> so they said we're not happy with you this is have you i heard about this story that they actually wanted everything back so well that's very absurd so they actually think they are giving to church okay they are giving to the church number one you have to get and understand you are not giving to the church when you tithe to your pastor when you give to the church it is not giving to the church when i tithe to my spiritual father or when i tithe to team because the higher ministry that i give i don't consider it as tithing to team or tithing to my bishop what i consider is giving to god simple as that what these people want to do they take the seed they want to have a harvest right they put it into the ground then every week they'll come dig up the soil okay <laughs> how will this seed grow you have to number one for productivity when you plant a seed forget about it when you make an investment forget about it right right so when you give to god let the seed die if you don't let the seed die it will not bear fruit you understand which is why every one of you are prospering every one of you will go to levels because i know in my heart from my discernment everyone here who gives gives without having i wonder what pastor is doing with the money <laughs> i know no one things like that okay if you if anyone comes and says like that i know exactly what is going to happen in his life <laughs> because i am not saying because see for me it's like this it's a principle see giving is a principle so these are the things that we must have faith in the word 
So when I began to learn about this, God said, don't be shy to talk about this because only when you teach them from the word about faith, about giving, they will know how. First year when we started the church, uh, we were not receiving much. <laughs> you know, we were not receiving much, I think. And, uh, and then, you know, we were just, you know, starting, right? We were just starting, not giving much. And I never used to talk about giving much. I never used to talk. And then, uh, and then I'll always put in, from my personal, I'll just put in, put in, put in. I'll just, okay, pay this, pay that, do this, 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 okay. Then, one time I met Shaiju Matthew in the mall. First question he asked me, you started your church? I said, yes. Have you started taking offering? I said, no, I don't. I'm feeling shy. I said, he looked at me, he said, he said, how can you be shy? He said, do you want your people to be poor? I said, no. Teach about giving. And then I started talking about it. Now, when I say giving, I'm not saying, oh, everybody should feel guilty now and come empty your bank and come. No, don't do that. In your giving, what is giving? Tithes and offering, right? It belongs to God. Now, with giving, what is it? Is it a prophecy? Is it a principle? Is it a mystery? What is it? What is it? Correct. It is a principle. So in the word of God, there are different things, right? So I will teach you what are the different things that are in the word of God. So I'm just using that. I'm, I don't know. I'm just going with the flow. I talked about giving and prosperity and <laughs> wealth and all that. That's why I'm talking about this. Yeah. So when you, uh, so it is principle. So prosperity is mainly principles. In the word of God, prosperity is mainly principles. Another thing that I noticed in my life is discipline. When I lacked discipline, I noticed that money was coming hard. It was hard for money to stick in my life when I lacked discipline. I didn't understand this. Then what does the Bible say? About sleep. And what does it say? Uh, what does it say? I think it Poverty will come to you like a thief. armed robber. Poverty will come to you like an armed robber. That's what the book of Proverbs says. Can you, can you pick out that verse please? Find out that verse for me so I can show you. Then I began to change my lifestyle. I began to change my lifestyle. Can you, can you get that verse? So sometimes, you know, I, I correct some people, I scold some people and tell you discipline about certain things. You know, even I'll tell you, you know, hey, don't play video game. Go sleep. <laughs> sleep. Have a routine. Because, huh? Can you read that loudly? So our listeners on podcast can also hear. And poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. Read the whole uh, part. Yeah. A troublemaker and a villain who goes about with a corrupt mouth. That's a different one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's about sleep. 
I want to sleep extra. I want to fold a little of folding hand, a little closed eyes. Ah. How long will you slumber or sluggard? How long will you? Slumber or sluggard. Oh, sluggard. Ah. Yeah. When will you rise from your sleep? When will you rise, rise from your sleep. sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. Okay, come on. Listen to this. Listen to this. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. A little folding of the hands to sleep. Ah. Uh, stoch your poverty come on you like a prowler, uh-huh. and your need like an armed man. Wow. Oh, I am not saying this. Who's saying this? The Bible. The wisdom given to Solomon. Solomon is speaking. Serious or not? So, when I understood this, I realized I need to have a disciplined life. Not that if I wake up early, money will come. Money doesn't understand this. Okay, let me explain something to you. Money doesn't understand anything. Money doesn't have life on its own. to understand the principles and to obey the principles you understand but the blessing of god when you walk in the holy spirit when you have the blessing of god you automatically become productive in everything your mindset changes the way you position yourself changes the way you pray changes the way you stand in faith changes how many of you have had indisciplined seasons in your life oh, me too how many of you everyone how did you feel during those times see you could have gotten extra rest or sleep or whatever but how many of you missed work and overslept and you felt great that day Have you ever felt that? How many of you feel like when you didn't go to work and then you you feel that almost guilty like feeling like oh I didn't go to work today. You understand? Because inwardly we are built to work. Inwardly we are built to build things, create things. Okay? That's why when some people stop working, like old people when they stop working, right? They get dementia and they forget things and all that. because we are not created to be retired we are not created to be sedentary we are created to be productive proactive discipline when we go into that sedentary lifestyle and lack discipline in our lives and we are not putting things to work we are not creating things what happens is see you can have a 9 to 5 but if you don't use your mind to do other things you will become like a robot and you are not created to be a robot you are created to have different you're supposed to have different things in your life you understand because different creative things you're supposed to be involved in and that's what keeps you going that's what keeps the engine running so when you have discipline you are getting involved in different things and you begin to walk in the blessing and the blessing begins to work for you you understand abraham you think he was just sitting and resting and sleeping in his tent or he was busy doing some things Huh? He was managing his servants. He was managing his livestock. Right? But to get that wealth, he was 
also involved then he went and plundered yeah he fought the kings and he came back with wealth and he gave a tenth to melchizedek he was not sending people he went for the war that means he would have trained also early in the morning you can imagine father abraham waking up and training you know combat fighting staying fit father abraham was fit not a lanky old man who was weak he was what he was fit man he woke up and he exercised he woke up and he had strength which, which that's only when they can go for war he went and plundered and brought back the wealth and he gave that ten how if he slept folding then poverty would have come that's what the bible is saying you got to be proactive if you want opportunities to come away come your way you got to be proactive you got to wake up you got to do things while men slept the bible says what the enemy planted wheat god gave me a message that i'm going to preach one day while men slept that's the topic of my message while men slept the enemy came and planted not just physical sleeping if you are not aware of what's going on in the world you be like what happened what happened what happened how did you become a millionaire <laughs> what were you doing you were just sleeping you were not doing anything proactive you were not working hard you're not doing this you're not doing that you're not doing this you're not putting your thing hand to work see people people living um, see some i'm not saying anything wrong about uh what is uh, uh living on uh, government funding what is it called uh, yeah but the actual word for it in here in australia we call the it door. Huh? the door is it called the door yeah okay now they actually uh have another yeah what is yeah they call it central link here that's huh no 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 i'm talking about um i don't know living on uh welfare 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 yeah you're living on welfare right it's okay for a short time to live on welfare all your life welfare is your all you live on what's going to happen you understand like honestly past winkle can is eligible for welfare right she's eligible for welfare because she's not working i'm going to apply for it because i want to live by faith i said until i feel the peace to apply for it, i want to apply i i don't need it for one so i can but i didn't i can but i said no i don't want to so i didn't apply last two years i could have gotten welfare but i didn't have people say oh why you going to go next but i said no i didn't i just didn't i didn't even think about it I didn't even think about it because I don't want to depend on it. If there comes a time when I need to okay, I can do I can make use of it for a short period of time but it doesn't become my lifestyle. Welfare is not my lifestyle. It can help me for a while. But if I live in welfare all my life, I can sleep all day. I can do whatever I want and be okay, no more. Yes, sir. So that's not the path we choose as Christians. we choose to put our hands to to work it is better to work with your hands to eat amen okay but at the same time prosperity and wealth what it brings you choices the more choices you have the more time you have the more time you have the more dedication you have for the kingdom 
how much time we spend for the kingdom these days not much i mean of course wherever we go the kingdom is there but i'm talking about prayer spending time with god how many of you say that you i wish i could spend more time yeah i wish i could have more time for leisure i wish i could have more time for prayer i wish i could have more time to study the word i wish i could have more time for worship yeah i wish i could do that but we should all be working towards that so when it comes to prosperity it's not about getting rich alone it's about prosperity with a with a purpose okay so as that's the mindset we must have prosperity with a purpose even jesus had a treasure yeah zacchaeus zacchaeus and zacchaeus and judas and zacchaeus was a rich man sorry <laughs> uh judas was a the treasurer yes sir but he was stealing from from jesus jesus knew he kept quiet and he kept quiet dipping into the purse just kept quiet didn't say anything just kept quiet so um let's all have a kingdom mindset prosperity mindset and say god i want to have a prosperity mindset i want to have more so i can do more purpose wise right at the same time let it not be your driving force don't spend all your time looking at your balance okay learn to have like uh, you know like when i first got into it i was looking at it all the time and i right now put it away that's it i put it away i don't want to look at it now just let it as just let it grow let it grow that's it yeah don't get overly into it what i'm saying is get into a little bit of investment you know uh you know right now maybe you're not in an opportunity to invest into a real estate you can invest to other stuff stocks and coins and stuff do it do what you can can you invest 100 bucks invest whatever you can loss or gain or whatever learn you know so what happens is you learn also other things but if you say no pass is not for me okay it's not for you you know i'm not going to say oh everybody must my thing is get into it if you want to get into investment if you want to if you don't want to it's fine all right so uh that's all i wanted to talk about prosperity and kingdom wealth uh so that we all have the right mindset and have the right understanding how to go about it and also at the same time don't let career and uh, your success and increase take you away from god okay always stay the same no matter how much god blesses you always stay the same give the same way commit the same way uh stay humble the same way let your character be shaped you know so for me personally that abasing period was the character forming time mm. you know coming to australia working in a factory 13 14 hours was a very hard time i questioned a lot of times i said why god 
but it really taught so much gave me so much strength built so much discipline so much that i had to do i never thought i could with my human strength do so much it really built resilience in my heart after that i can just do anything after that it's like it built so much strength i can do anything so sometimes when you're going through hard times when you have to work two jobs everything some small jobs your small positions whatever don't think low of it don't think low of yourself you know and i always tell that to people i say no matter what you go through no matter what count it all joy amen it builds strength it builds character it builds resilience it builds faith and it could be a uh what do you call that the waiting period is what i call like moses for example god put him in the palace 40 years nothing happened god took him to the wilderness faith was built right and moses became so close to god after that the next 40 years of his life right he was a, he believed except he made one small mistake then he couldn't enter right but uh yeah so but yeah but god still kept his promise and took uh, moses into the promised land right where in the mount where jesus was transfigured yeah so he was still in the promised land <laughs> so um so uh uh yeah whatever you're going through think of it as character building but don't stay there don't stay in the wilderness don't become happy with manna yeah uh, people say manna from heaven no i don't want manna manna is only for temporary what i want is the land to produce harvest amen the land to produce overflowing with milk and honey manna did not overflow manna you take for today that's all in the promised land overflow blessing see so god is a god of overflow blessing god is a god of abundance okay religion see this is why i get very angry with poverty because poverty was created by religious christians the poverty the poor pastor syndrome all these things were created by religious christians you understand religious christians who believe if you're a believer you should not want more you should just stay happy with what you have see god has given you this much this just stay happy don't want for more just stay there just stay there just stay there is religion that religion exists in buddhism that religion exists in a lot of other religions we have been taught hmm uh, the priest will come what does the priest he'll come and beg with a bowl and you put some rice and you think what a great saint see i'm not I'm not criticizing them i'm not making fun of them i honor all of their faith i honor all of the dedication okay but that's not for us okay i am not just called to be ded- see we can also learn from the religious people's dedication we can also be dedicated like that but dedication is not enough we live by faith we live we believe in a god of abundance so we have learned we have we are thinking that wow look at this guy he had so much he gave up everything to be poor what a great man there is nothing great in that you understand 
i'm talking as somebody who left everything to go down to nothing not because i chose but because god told me to god told me to go and leave everything and live like that and i lived then when i was growing in understanding in relationship with the father father said now you have to learn how to get rich now you have to learn how to teach prosperity okay now wait am i prosperous yes have i reached there yet no okay but will i talk like a prosperous person yes that's my mindset do i lack no every time i need something god provides for me it takes care of me in abundance now when i start talking about prosperity my wealth is increasing honest when i am talking about before when i don't have that thing even if i'm earning both my wife and i earn it will never it will always seem like not enough but when i switched off something in my mind about prosperity i am the only one earning right now okay little bit from church for whatever expenses or whatever right but now it's like as if things are just increasing than before than before mindset is everything how you think how you put your faith in god and how you trust god is everything you understand there's never when my wife told me that she was going to quit her job people said how are you going to live by one salary i said i don't know god will take care it will be well that year huh everyone in the church got job everyone got job year before that no type for a while yeah year after that everyone started tithing i was able to pay the bills i was able to take care of the church and i was also able to take care of my family you understand so what happened there even when my wife quit because she wanted to take care of the son and everything and then the covid happened and everything happened when we live by faith everything god will take care amen god will take care so for that season and i want to thank each and every one who gave diligently because you gave to god you blessed your prophet you blessed the apostle and it will come back to you 100 fold in jesus name amen, amen. amen. i believe that because i believe in the blessing i believe in the blessing and i want to be open about this to you guys it that time when i said okay quit i didn't know that year everyone got high paying jobs and then you started and i would say 90% of the church was tithing right don't ask me who 10% was <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't know <laughs> okay i don't look at all that from but what i'm saying is see what i'm saying is sometimes people see it's not see sometimes it's like i i tell people look it's about the your joy about what you you faith okay you know is that i don't sit and say ah oh, this month this one gave i don't look at all that okay so i don't i never i if you ask me who and i will not remember on that so don't think oh passes check now i don't check i don't check all that okay i just know that is is there that's all that's all i think about that's all i care about okay all i want is that's it uh then um 
so for that season i want to thank each and every one who gave with a generous heart okay because it's sustained we were able to invest in equipment we were able to invest in things and i also went to, you remember you guys that time both of us lost our you know jobs then i went to philippines at that time honestly the last money that i had i put it into my ticket i didn't have any money i gave past twinkle the rest of the money for the next two weeks so she can have money for expenses at home i didn't have anything left i didn't have anything left okay i needed 300 dollars in my pocket extra so that i can go and have some expenses on my way for my uh some other expenses that i had for 300 dollars okay that night simen comes and calls me and says pasam god asked me to give you 300 dollars he put 300 dollars in my account i blessed him that one so like that many times i think joseph has done that a few times one time i needed some large amount of money large amount of money because i was supposed to move houses and then i didn't have money for some things and i was like god what do i do what do i do what do i do suddenly i see my bank account it's shot up like where did this money come from because it didn't show who gave it just showed the bank i said wow this is like uh, bank <laughs> miracle money <laughs> then after that after a few hours then the name came i said whoa okay okay I said that was a pretty large amount, you know, a very large amount of money, and in the in the thousands, you know, if you want me to be specific, and it just I said, wow, okay, and then that took care of those needs at that time. So, those were needs being met, okay, great, God taught us faith, everything, but now we are going from needs to purpose. shift gears amen and sometimes when you take on a faith project it might not always be everything is abundance abundance in the beginning at least of when we start the ministry we have to really now say okay now that needs part right so now i have overcome the needs part and i'm like trusting on god for more and all that and i'm preaching that also to you guys the reason i'm preaching to you is like is I want to journey with you also to get rich. I will I you understand now this might seem very heretical to some people but brown is being truth. I don't care about people. My only only person that I ever care about is God. Religious people can say whatever they want. I don't care. <laughs> okay? I will speak what God wants me to speak. All right? so we must take away the fear so for me my greatest fear was talking about prosperity which i overcome i'm overcome so now i have overcome the the needs part right i'm overcoming the needs i've overcome the needs part now we are shifting into purpose abundance increase i'm speaking about this now because i want to journey with the family see what is church Fam- we are all family right 
so in a family if one person prospers the family is prospering right you understand so in a rich family if you go to they uh, will say the father will say i am rich my wife is poor uh, son is rich the daughter is poor will you ever hear like that how will it be it's a rich family right so don't be left behind <laughs> put your heart into it put your mind into it work hard you know believe god walk by faith put your trust and faith in god shift into increase shift into more and then what happens is together as a family we begin to increase in our finances we begin to increase in our resources what happens when we increase in resources by the end of the year we can put a deposit for a for a for a land how exciting will it be when we go look for a land you can imagine you can imagine it would be asa i like this land let's buy this land I, then i will come and tell you god and then so suddenly one anish will say pasa i saw this land what do you think i'll go see oh this is oh, no this and then i'll pass this up to ah no one yeah yeah and then we agree together and then we go buy it you know what i mean put an investment in and then be like what do we just do how are we going to come into this but yes let's shift into faith let's shift into faith amen that it becomes our faith project it is not something pastor sam is building it becomes something the family is building we are investing into it it's i don't want anything in my see when we build the church it will not be in the family name my no 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 it will not my son will inherit no it will be what it will be life rock the vision belongs to jesus people build it and the future that we see about it will be the the leaders that we raise for generations and generations to come what we build must stay in this land as a legacy you understand so by faith what happens we are becoming part of a move of god in this nation and i'm not saying that because i believe in myself oh of course i believe in myself but not because i called myself but because god told me that what we start in this land is going to trailblaze through this nation that's all the word that i need amen so we're putting all our faith together and we're generating this through faith what we can you know how exciting would be to just buy land and then we get an architect hey architect design for us so uh, how much you going to how much you guys you have yeah we just bought the land we don't have anything ah how are you going to pay me don't worry about that we live by faith you know what i mean and then and then just 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 and the money start coming we stand by faith we live by faith and then we start that's how projects happen that's how faith projects happen god has been faithful 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 some people wait 30 years 40 years to build places like that i'm saying we can because we have an edge what is that faith amen so we have to think like that and the the culture and the mindset of life form must be like that okay so we are not here to create a religion we are not here to create some another organization we're going to create a community of people or family who walk by faith to create a safe place for people to come worship god you know move you know and 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 yeah it's great to be a home fellowship 
will continue to have home villages after that but that creates an opportunity for more people to know about god right so joseph can bring all his friends right you know so <laughs> 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 all his friends come and then we have friday night party there you know all the birthday parties we celebrate <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um yeah, so you know, it's 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 that it's you know, um God is good, but at the same time, you know, I was talking to you guys about needs, you know, how God met the needs and everything. But I don't want to be in that level of just needs being met all the time. I don't want to depend on or oh, yes, uh the only reason that I will ever take from church is because the 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 priest has to be be partake a little bit from it like i want to come to a stage where i'm just taking it for 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 not because i need to pay my bills but because it's a principle that okay i'm just partaking of it's a principle that's it but i i want to have other dreams and visions to build other things where other things will start creating wealth where i don't have to depend on church but i can start depending on what other creative ways other creative ways right but in this season is like that but i thank god for that i thank god for the season i praise god for the season i thank god for your generosity but that's my dream that's my thing i want to get to the place you understand but your dreams must be god i just don't want to pay my bills and be enough with it amen let me walk in the blessing abraham walked in the blessing walking in the blessing is different from asking god for a blessing amen learn from him and learn to walk by faith and begin to see the provision of god open up in your life amen supernatural abundance it will be like as if yeah you are earning the same amount but it's as if like the money just sticks around whatever you invest into doubles your expenses reduce you know things happen in such a way and somehow it just feels like the well never dries i'm talking about that not like you wake up one day and suddenly you like a rich uncle just gave you you know if that happens great i hey thank you but i don't have a rich uncle who gives me a, you know. but yeah uh there are supernatural ways that god will be into do that but learn to walk in the blessing all right first of all your mindset yeah your mindset that your hard work your vision your investment your skills the way you position yourself i said faith and and then in the beginning of the year i said have strategic positioning right and work in your business and your investments start to position yourself think like a victor think like a entrepreneur think like an investor think like keeping up business ideas what can i do lord what can i do lord how can i how can i multiply what i have yeah how can i multiply what i have my father is a very simple man he doesn't you know he doesn't look like you know he owns houses and has money and all that you know uh he's a very simple man he never talks about getting rich or whatever he's just happy with what he has god bless him i honor him but at the same time out of nothing he created five houses i'm like you say you know richard how did you do that <laughs> teach me 
one thing i noticed in my father's life he never had that mentality about prosperity and everything but one thing i observed about my father my father will tell me even when he didn't have enough for the family he will still give to god at time he made a commitment to god and he started giving 20% i'm not saying to give 20% i'm to giving a testimony he started giving 20% right he gave 20% for a long time because he felt in his heart to give 20% when he started giving 20% the projects that he got became bigger projects to an extent where now he's 20% it was if even if he gave 10% from that it will be like 20% from a previous job and then he's got the biggest deal ever after that he stopped working he retired now he just travels and he chills <laughs> and he goes to churches that's all he does he's what 60 something right 65 64 not a care in the world lives in a nice big house few houses to give him rent travels here and there has good health growing in faith you know everything settled happy just chill so wow that's a good life amen full of the joy of the holy spirit and just loves life simple but one thing i know about him he walked in the blessing he walked in the blessing of god always give pastors will come home to our house he will never send them away without an envelope he knows they come there for an envelope but he will still <laughs> okay in india it's like that if they come home it's because they have come for house visitation is uh, they have come for so but that's that's, that's a different uh, culture let's not talk about that that's what they know but never ever have i seen him turn away anybody without anything every single time he would give something grandmother is the same thing my grandmother is the same thing always gave 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 and i thank god for the legacy and i hope that i can keep up with that level of giving it's hard the way they gave but you know uh i still gave but i sometimes i'm like wow they they were like super generous super generous like my grandmother would buy auto rickshaws for people get them married build houses you know who women who used to work as cooks and helps in the house not one of them left the house if they stayed long enough no one will leave without getting married to a christian and house will be built a business will be established and then they'll send them off that's how my grandmother treated people and i saw the blessing of god and i love that my spiritual father does the same thing he sends people to college sends people to university helps them establish in a work or a business and then he sends them out all of them are prospering why can't we one day come to a level and we have so much so much wealth in our family in our church that we can sponsor children programs that will send kids to school programs that will send kids to universities amen
these are the kind of faith projects that we must embark on. How can we do those things if we ourselves are in lack? So we have to shift our mindset. Prosperity for purpose. Say this with me. Prosperity, Prosperity. with a purpose. You, are you guys with me? Mm-hmm. This is what... I want to do things like that. I want to do faith projects like that. That gives me hope. That gives me a sense of purpose. Imagine you, Joseph, that you are part of a project that by the end of your life, your old man sitting on your rocking chair and you have sent 2,000 people to university and they're all settled in life. How will you feel? You've done. You know? Rather than you worked all your life, still paying mortgage, still two more years left, I'll pay it off. I'll pay it off. I'll work. I'll put off retirement for two more years so I can pay off the two years. You see the difference? You see the difference? Living for something. Amen? Living for purpose. But right now you're saying, Pastor, right now I'm struggling now to pay my bill, pay this, pay that. Yeah, I know, I know. All of us are in that stage. But, say this with me, we will overcome. It's the mindset. If you put your mind to it, you can achieve anything. See, the whole world, they don't have God, but yet they are achieving, no? Are they doing it with God or without God? They are non-believers. They are doing it without God because they put their mind to it. God didn't help them. They did it, right? How much more will we do with God with us? We are not doing it because of our Christian religion. Unfortunately, Christian religion has taught us false humility. Hey, don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. This is really, really bad. Christian religion has made people wait for the will of God for so long. They're still around 40, 50 years old. They're still waiting on the will of God. You got to take charge. You got to live by faith. You got to say, you got to say, I'm going to walk on water. I'm going to take that risk. I'm never going to be a what if. I'm going to be that person who said, I took a risk. I stepped out on the water by faith. I walked on water. If Peter never took that risk, he would never be known as the person who walked on water after Jesus. Everybody focuses on, he fell. He should have kept his eyes on Jesus. Did he walk? That's it. The only human being after Jesus to walk on water. He did. He walked. That's it. Case closed. He fell. Did you take a risk? Did you do something about it? You didn't. But you talk. People who don't do stuff, they talk. Yes, and don't listen to people who talk and do nothing. Look at people who have done something and have something to say. I always tell people, if you want to advise me, advise me. But if you have not done something, right? 
how can you advise someone and you have not done something right sometimes uh, the best people to advise when I mean, you have kids there were people who don't have kids they will come and give advice do this do that do that have you have kids no we haven't how do you know what to do? you know what i mean like you will get countless advice when you have when you when you when you start having kids and stuff people just love giving advice you know so i just hear like this and put it down there Yeah, but people who have had kids and they have experience and then I'm like yeah listen to them oh yeah yeah tell me about it you have not had kids you are a dog <laughs> okay <laughs> kill yourself you know tell me real advice and then, so anyway where was I going with that I forgot what were we talking about alright so anyway <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I lost my train of thought So uh yeah um right people talk when they don't have real um experience right so don't listen to people who say stuff and you look at their life they've never done anything okay so if you have a dream if you have a passion you want to pursue something right go for it with all your heart okay don't if you feel in your heart god wants you to do something never tell somebody what you going to do unless you know that this group of people are going to support you and stand with you whenever i have a dream whenever i want to do something first person i'll talk to my wife i won't even tell my parents i'll tell my wife and then she will take out all the things that needs and then she will give me the faith to do the right thing and she will put me in the right say yes baby let's do this let's do that I'll tell you everything. She'll like, yeah, it's a good idea. Let's do this. But this one, this one, this one, sure. Because the moment you open your mouth about doing something to someone and they put a seed of doubt in your heart, boom, Lord, you forget. Yeah? So, faith. Amen? Mm-hmm. Faith. Faith projects. That's why this whole season, I want to pump you with faith. Pump you with faith. with the right principles of wealth creation wealth transfer positive mindset you know i am not taught much today from you know i just felt like just talking to you guys today i'm not really taught because i think i've given a load of information for the last few weeks so i wanted to take a break from teaching uh yeah but yeah this can go on the whole year faith Amen. So build your faith, build your faith and God bless you guys.